My new $4.99 sourdough patty melt combo with two types of melty cheeses is the perfect comfort food for the uncomfortable things in life, like guys named Ronald. There's just something about that name. Try my $4.99 sourdough patty melt combo, only at Jack in the Box. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Small fries and small drink. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm here with my co-host, the one and only Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, how was your weekend? It was long, but I survived. How was yours? My, my weekend was pretty good. Uh got a chance to see my brother and... Uh, my niece came from Virginia. She's in the Navy, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, so proud of her. Uh, she's in her third year in the Navy, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the worst kept secrets. She's my my favorite of the bunch. I know you're not supposed to have favorites, but uh, I do. And um, so I got to see my brother, who I don't see a whole lot of, and my mother. Excuse me, who is leaving? tomorrow morning so yeah so uh yeah it was a pretty good weekend and i think anytime you and i went to church twice this weekend so i know know, dre's like see i think dre's been rubbing off on me so uh right so i did go to church uh so that's pretty cool uh dre's joining us as well uh today's like a free-for-all topic So we're going to be talking about just a lot of different stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. She did speak to my mother. Uh, that's right. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shannon did as well, right? So pretty cool, pretty cool. Hey, Donald. So uh, in our chat room, let me uh, give a shout out because uh, normally we do the show on YouTube. Uh, tonight, we just decided, I decided to do something a little different tonight. Um, we're doing it here on the Get Vocal platform um in the chat room we have so so steph olaf uh we got c will and we have donald and of course jada in the chat room and i just want to let people know too on wednesday night at 7 p.m pacific 10 eastern we will be i will be having a uh, conversation with uh, alex and gisella from get vocal so if you have any questions that you want asked about this platform um they're very they seem to be very open about what they are willing to um, incorporate from the users. So I think it's very important that, you know, we let our voices be heard. And, you know, I'm sure they can't do everything, but, you know, uh, we we'll at least put it out there. So this is the time. So most of these platforms, most of these platforms that um, come about, what ends up happening is in the beginning, you see the creators. They're a part of it, like like Blog Talk Radio. If you guys know Blog Talk Radio, in the beginning, early days of Blog Talk Radio, they were actually around and where you could talk to them, right? And then when they blew up, you can't get nowhere near them. So, so uh, we we want to. Uh, I see a- Angie is in here. Uh, Angie, if you can jump in, Angie, that'd be great. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, this is a free for all conversation. So just hop in, and we're gonna just chit chat. Um, But um, so this is the time if you want, you know, to let people know, uh, let the people who uh, run this platform know what um, you want to uh, have uh, represented on the platform. This is the time to do it. And they they, they seem to be very open. So 
we shall see what happens going forward. Um, also, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about as well um, that is not very Mars Venusy, but um, it is kind of like our we have a little community here. Um, uh, what is it? what would we call this community? The the uh, the vocal. Wait, is there a name? It's like a pet name for to get vocal people. Uh, Donald Donald probably would know. Like the Vokies, the uh, what, what do you think, Dre? I'm not gonna be called that. Vulcans, the Vulcans. Uh, <laughs> we gotta come oh, up man. with a name. We gotta come yeah. up with a name. I see Keenan is in the house as well. Um, so uh, we have a community here, and one thing that I've been trying to do in the last, uh, well, really since the since I've been on here, but definitely uh, since the beginning of this year is really spotlight the different uh, people who are a name, get vocal fan base. Hilarious. I've been trying to spotlight the people who are on, on here, who, who put out content and some, not everybody puts their content specifically on get vocal, but they are a part of get vocal community. And I want to make sure that uh, we let people know that they exist. Uh, Dre, is someone who does a show. How often do you do your show? Uh, once a week on Thursdays. Once a week on Thursdays at what time? Uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, right? Yep, 8 p.m. So, Eastern. So that's f- five. Um, also in the chat room, Keenan. Keenan's been, I don't know if people know this, Keenan's been doing his thing for a long time, and Keenan has a lot of great content. And I know he does a lot of his on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm not quite sure if he's if he's really doing it on Get Vocal at this point, but he has quite a bit of uh, content, and he has great interviews, and he talks hip hop and all of that good stuff. So you want to definitely check him out, as well as uh, Angie or Goldie, uh, who's coming in and out. She does great content with her and her husband. Um, Jada is started her podcast. Excuse me. Jada is, and she always has wonderful content as well. I was waiting on Sunday. I don't know what happened Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what happened, Jada? What's up? Yeah. Uh, we had us all waiting by, get vocal, waiting to, 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 to engage, and you didn't show up. See Will as well. What's up? So, you know, it's a lot of really good stuff that's going on here on this platform as well as outside of it as well. So uh, I just want to make sure that is known and, um, you know, and uh, highlight that. Okay. So now that we got all that out the, out the way, let's, let's talk. Um, Since we have you here, Dre, you do a lot of stuff with, with uh, family and you really highlight your, your sons and, being a teacher and all of that good stuff. Um, I want you to just kind of talk about, you know, why you feel like it's so important to show from a single father perspective, uh, the content that you do. Well, there's a couple of reasons. Um, I, uh, initially I started off solely on that, you know, single father, um, niche and I'm, I'm more or less still there. But um, when I do that, I separate myself from uh, parents in general or, or single mothers. And and what I don't want to do is um, 
create a divide between single parents. There are still two types of single parents, even though um, what we see mostly when it comes to single parenthood is single are, are single mothers that are you know mostly single parents. But there are a lot of fathers out there with custody of their kids that are raising their kids and trying their best to be um, a positive influence on their on their children. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So I'm a single father, but I'm also a single parent. So everything that uh, most of the things that like a single mom could relate to, I could as well. Because you know, I'm, you know, I could probably even more so because um, like I, I just don't have uh, almost any support from uh, the other half. Um, she, you know, when, when she can, she she does, but um, everything else is pretty much me. Doctor visits, sc school call out, sick dinner. Um, at some sometimes I'm a, a sports dad. You know, other times I'm a I, who's at who's at the school messing with my kid. You know, like I have to be at all. Um, so I don't have any help. So I can relate to what it means to be a single parent, but also can relate to what it means to be a single father. And also um, bringing to light that there's, you know, there's a bad rap when it comes to black men and families, you know, we look at urban communities and the first thing we think about when it comes to um, black fathers are uh, deadbeats, you know, they don't do anything for their, their kids. And that's not necessarily true. And in fact, in most cases, if, if a man is um, given the opportunity to, to be in their child's life, they'll take it, they'll take it. Um, there, there are a lot of factors that causes fathers not to be in their lives. And granted, some fathers are just, some men are just selfish and, and they don't want the responsibility. Uh, but there's also, um, yeah, oh, she can, yeah, come on in, Goldie. But there's also um, the element where um, there are some bitter moms who make it extremely difficult for fathers to be involved. So I've, I've seen both ends. And I, I just want to show that, you know, men are out there and they want to take, you know, most men want to be a part of their ch children's lives and all that good stuff. And um, and on top of that, I care about my community. So uh, I, I've always been active in my community when it came to me being uh, a youth pastor and assistant pastor at a church, doing a lot of things in my community um, and now being a, a teacher at the same time. Um, I love family. I love the whole concept of family. Um, and I really believe that, um, in my, in my eyes, I think that, um, strong families build strong communities mm -hmm. and we can't expect communities to grow and become stronger if we're not looking to build family stronger, make family stronger at the same time. So, yeah. Right for president. Yes. Yes. And then everybody, this is Angie, or better known Angie. as Goldie. Are you pretty lady? Your hair is gorgeous. Yes. I can't. Oh, I can't see me. Uh oh. grab a spot. Oh, can you can't see yourself? No. Oh. I can see. We're pretty close to it. Yeah, we can see you uh, very well. I tell. Okay. Listen, I had to throw something together real quick. I was like, jump on. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. These edges, though, are not my friend. <laughs> oh. Now you look great. You look wonderful. Yes. Well, Dr. Dre, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you did that. I, I love the, the single father aspect, the active father. You killed the myth that they love to do to say that black men 
and fathers are not involved. You you just yeah. shoot all those scenarios. Black men, fathers, period. You you kill all that. So yeah. you know I definitely yeah. had to applaud you on that and nothing yeah. more. Yeah, but and, and even in like let's say in where we where we think about, you know, Debbie Dads and like projects and stuff like that. I gotta be honest, like when I've come in contact with um men and even the the killers, the drug dealers that be on the street, right? If they see their their little ones hanging out, um, they're still looking out for them, you know, even if they're not like completely involved. So this there's, there's something that that drives men to want to be protectors, even if um, they're not, you know, fully there. There's there's something there. Just I think they just need the, the extra pull, extra push, and say, listen, get in there, get in there, don't be afraid. I think you know sometimes responsibility is scary, but when you're in it, it's it's sort of invigorating. It's like any challenge in life. Um, any sports figure, they'll tell you, you know, they want to go against the best to beat the best. So it's in, it's in the, the man's nature to want to step up to uh, challenges. Um, but with responsibility, that's a challenge that we need to encourage all men, specifically black men, to, to stand up. And you're right, there, there is a myth out there. And that's exactly what it is, because there are a lot of black men out there doing what they need to do for their children. Not a dope, yeah. You know, but it's a lot of baby mamas mm -hmm. that make it very difficult for black yep. men that want to be involved yep. so if you're not going to be with me or if you're with this girl I don't like or if you don't not do that have them do, they use kids. the child as a pawn so yeah. the men that want to be involved they end up saying forget it all not yeah. necessarily mm -hmm. to the child but that's who get affected because there's these crazy women that because, I'm, because I can't have you I'm going to mm -hmm. control you with this child yeah yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's sad, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they come from crazier families who keep perpetuating that myth and cycle of stupidity. It's like, ain't nobody in your family want to snatch you up and say, "Get it together." No, mm -hmm. but if you if you saw that with your mom, if you saw that with your you know your aunties, you know I um Dre, I actually read like last probably five years start working at a school. I'm actually a secretary bookkeeper. I do payroll. I do things like mm -hmm. that. Are you the payroll? Yep. So. You are you you are everybody's best friend. Like the right. payroll secretary, anybody that wants to get an education, you need to get in and get in good with the Listen, payroll secretary. But I'm, the but I'm the counselor. Yeah. I'm the everything. I'm like, oh my god, can I can I just get my work done? They just want to talk. <laughs> but, but what I see, people like Miss um, Thomas. I want to give you my children because your children are so well behaved. But that come with discipline and structure, and like. When you come home, my teacher, my kids did not watch um, TV during the week, school week. I know people think that's crazy and strange. Mm -hmm. They didn't watch TV during the school week. We had dinner together at the table, like in the mm -hmm. entire family. There were no electronic devices at the table. Like there was structure. That's how I got to find a lot of things in school that I didn't really necessarily want to hear. I needed to hear. But you like, uh, that happened in elementary? <laughs> you know, like one of my daughters says she went into a bathroom and it was a girl that was in there. She was like, are you bi? My daughter was like. No, I just got here. <laughs> this is in, this is in, I didn't go nowhere. I didn't leave. School. I think it was sixth yeah. grade, maybe. She's like, are you bi? She was like, you mean biracial? What do you? <laughs> she was confused. But, <laughs> but it starts so early. And mm -hmm. so I got those conversations at the dinner table. That you mm -hmm. wouldn't. My husband and I was sitting there like kicking each other on the table, like trying to have a straight face, but wanting to. Uh, the chair, mm -hmm. but these families yeah. nowadays they're off the chain with it. They come to the school with bonnets on their heads. I mm -hmm. mean, coming there, 
cussing everybody out and then say, I don't know why he MF and cussing all the time. I do. I hear your mouth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the apple don't fall that far from the tree. It, it's on the tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's really good. Um, um, I know that, uh, Shannon, you're working on a book about um, self what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's working on a, She's an author. Uh, okay, she, girl. She's working on a book about r- reflection and um, and stuff about, you know, uh, your relationship with your father and stuff like that. And so I know that we've talked before about, like, sometimes when you are um, working on material like that, it opens a lot of wounds. And does it... <clears throat> does it affect you outside of the writing process or do you just keep it in those sessions when you were writing? It did. I mean, currently today, I'm just a whole bucket of IDA GF. So, um, but yeah, what? I'm writing it. What'd you say? Angie? You said IDA GF. That's what you said. <laughs> it's, Pay me no mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it did unpack a whole lot of things. Um, how I dealt with people. Um, but now I just keep it close by and cut strings when I need to. You know, you know, I'm not an author, but I can only imagine when you sit down to write material like that that is it was there any kind of like fear of going deep like that that what might come out of it what it might un- unveil about yourself or whatever i've been vulnerable my whole life i was vulnerable he was the first person i was vulnerable and heartbroken by um so i mean it's kind of just how i was reared i guess um but no the only fear that I had in writing this book is giving the book to the people who are going to eventually publish it so that the world can know who my father is. Because mm-hmm. I will fight you behind mm-hmm. Vernon Jefferson. Listen. No. Mm. Oh, no. I, I wish I wish I had that uh, ability to, to write like that. I mean, there's, there's so many things I would write about. Uh, I'm interested uh, in uh, we'll start with you, Angie. Um, have you ever thought about writing a book? Okay, so we've been writing a book for about 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, I have, you know, we do, we do conferences. So people fly us out. We go to conferences. We do stuff at different churches. So we have all the content. It was a matter of putting it together. One of my, one of the triplets that are in college, she does writing. So I was like, hey, help me put this book together. And of course, trying to get her off to school, we got sidetracked. This book has really about, been about 10 years, six, well, about seven years in the making. I need to get it together, guys. I really have. That was one of my to-do lists for this year. Get my oh. life together. Is it a book about yourself? It is about relationships oh. and communication because any relationship, the foundation is communication. Because once you learn how to communicate, you can talk to anybody. Whether it's you know whether it's work, uh, friendship, marriage, children. But the problem is we don't know how to talk to each other. We yeah. use the wrong keywords and the buzzword. You always do this and you never this. I don't care who it is. If it's when I tell my child, you never, they was like, I never, you know, they're on 10 yeah. because, because they feel like they're a failure at that. So when you learn the right buzzwords, 
learn how to communicate, you learn body language, then it helps you to go past it. And of course, you know, I, I use myself as an example in my um, in my stuff. So I, I tell my own business, my own dirt, so no one else can can shame me because I yeah. have given it all, baby. When I tell you, you remember that show you had me on Kente and the guy was like, oh, you can't turn a, a hoe into a housewife. You remember that? Yeah, I remember the that. From the church? Right. Yeah, like I tell my own truth, honey. I was a little busy. I was a little busy. I'm a PK, a minister <laughs> now, and I was busy. And God does a miraculous thing. We've been together now. We got five kids over twenty years, so you can't tell me what God can't do. All right, well. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that guy. That guy caught a lot of flack for for uh, some of his statements that night. Yeah. Well, I, it, it was a sheltered. He he had a sheltered mentality, and it was like you have to have this perfect woman. And then she's gonna, when you get her, then, you know, God will do this and then the other for your relationship. Well, quite frankly, none of us are perfect. And so even if you find a perfect woman, you're not perfect, sir. So you can't get to um, one perfect person and one imperfect person, you're gonna have a bunch of problems regardless. So, you know, just to show that there, cause people find, just get down on themselves when they've made bad decisions and, you know, whatever they've done. And just to say there, there is hope, I, I, I can tell you there is hope. Mm. you know and you can have fun with it mm. but yeah. but in writing our sessions it has opened me up to a lot of things i had to heal from like had some um uh, issues with my family like down the line members where i had been raped by a cousin at 10. Mm. and i did not realize that i was stuck my husband was like why is it that when you deal with anybody else you're outspoken you can say whatever when you get around this person you act like you can't talk but yeah. i found out i was stuck at age 10. Yeah. and so i had to go back and heal and it was like he went with me i don't know how to describe that other than he went with me to be like that is not okay what you did was not okay you can't make it be my fault you know and then i was able to heal now i'm good but before i was you know 35 still stuck at age 10 when i saw this certain person and your issues are not going to become my issues mm. but people don't talk about that people don't talk about stuff that happened in the family or or you know what goes on yeah. that's exactly the stuff that happened in this world and i tell you if you don't heal from it it will mess up every relationship you have all facts honey mm. to that part look can that you part. say that one more time huh? mm. I say, can we rewind and say that one more time? If you do not heal from your stuff. No, but listen, I've been married. This is my third marriage because I didn't deal with what was killing, what, what was eating me up. Like, let's say, what the movie, what's eating Gilbert Great? I couldn't deal with what was what was bothering me. Yeah. So everything was, I was deflecting. So he could never do enough to to be good enough or be great enough because I was jacked up. Yeah. I needed somebody. That's why it's good to have. You know, Dre has his, his, he's in his child's life because you need somebody that's gonna be there to fight for you. Because okay. truthfully, truthfully, my parents, my mom and dad are, are still together. They've been married for 58 years, I think now. Aww. But I had to go back to them and address hurt I felt with them that they really didn't address what happened mm -hmm. to me at that when that happened. Mm -hmm. Now, in their mind, they both of them felt like somebody did something, but it didn't translate to me. So I felt like it happened. Let's go to church and pray about it. Mm. Wow. That's yeah, that's I think that's the thing about a lot of um, black families. They don't see therapists. They don't go to counselors. You know, they go to church. Right. And 
um, pastors are not a lot. Many pastors, I'm not gonna say all. Many pastors are not equipped to handle um, some of the uh, emotional and mental traumas that people face in their congregations. Sure. They'll send them a couple of scriptures, tell them to pray, and then send them off saying God will take care of it. Uh, you know, the reason why they're going to, to the pastor is because they feel like God can use them to help them get through it. Yeah. And um, I, a lot of pastors, they, they, they have, and they, what they do is great, but they're not trained or equipped to handle that. Like in my situation, when I went through my divorce, my uh, the pastor that I was working under wasn't equipped to handle the kind of marriage marriage problems that I was facing. So, um, and what I mean, the, the kind of advice that he was giving me was very um, toxic to, to me in my thinking because mm-hmm. it really did have me thinking like everything was going to be all right. Um, he, even, he even told me, well, you know, this may be good for you. And I was like, I don't know if I wanted to hear that from my pastor, but... Yeah. Um, but was again, it the truth? Um, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I play devil's advocate. So, Wasn't yeah, the truth, so, um, I think that, uh, I, you know, so I'll be honest, like I try, I try not to say too much because, um, I never want to put anything out there that would make my kid's mother look bad or have well, them. Look- your pastor telling you that, that it may be good for you. Mm-hmm. Was that a true statement? Well, it depends on, in, in, in context of what he was saying about her. Yes, but it wound up actually, no, actually, um, it wound up actually ending up being good as far as where I am today. I'm in a much better place than I was when I was working full time at the church. It, all so it, took a couple, it took a couple of years for me to um get through it almost, you know, seven, eight years, no more than that, uh, almost 10. Wow, and yes, but that's um, a long time, yeah. So, yeah, for I was, divorce? I was, no, for divorce no. Or were you healing. For, not for me healing, me getting to a place where I am uh, in, in life, where I am comfortable again and still growing. You know, because mm-hmm. after the divorce, um, I was asked to resign. And at that point, uh, uh, no one's going to hire a, a pastor who was recently divorced and became a single father with three kids. So I had to start life all over again go back to school again, get a, a, a degree in teaching and, and in marriage counseling. And yeah, I went to school, got a degree in marriage and family counseling because I, I you know, I didn't want people to, that, that were in my position um, to go to a, a pastor and not get what they need. You know, so yeah. I, I, I contacted all the pastors in my area and said, listen, I told them, listen, um, I know you can get overwhelmed and you may not know what to say to a couple that's going through marriage problems. Send them my way. All right. You pray with them. You give them the scripture. I'll do that and be able to talk to them about some of the emotional traumas that they're experiencing in their relationships that they can heal through. Uh, That's so. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. It, it took. You know. Yeah, a number of years for me to to bounce back. I can only imagine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, so like Jada, 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 know like back in the, the blab days when I was doing the blabs, I was in my one bedroom apartment. Uh, in my living room, and that's you that was, was my blab? yeah, I was on blab too. That's why I met yeah. Kente. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, like I was, uh, I was, uh, it, like I had a one bedroom apartment, and my sons had the bedroom. I slept on the couch. Wow, wow, man. Uh, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. 
And um, yeah. it, it was like slightly better pursuit of, ha- pursuit of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> it was better because, you know, they were in that bathroom, but you were, you know, at yeah. least you were in that place. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and you had three kids except for the one. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. dope, man. That's great. Yeah. So um, have you ever thought about writing a book? I'm a, I'm a published author, bro. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have one, I have one, I have one book under my belt. What's the book? Yeah. Tell me about the book. Uh, from, a, from a fatherless father to his sons. Oh, okay. Where can I get it? It's available on um, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, some local stores in uh, in the area that I live at in, in New York City. Yeah, but it's definitely available yeah. on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. You know what? When I write my book, y'all gonna get tired of hearing my book. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be talking about anything, and then I'm gonna be like, hey, just you know, pick up the. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, man, I'm gonna yeah. be hitting you with that book, man. You but oh, that's dope, right? man. I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the process of writing. I have like ten more books in queue that yeah. I'm writing at once. But I had oh, to put a, I put a, yeah, I put a, I put a pause on all of it so that I can finish my schooling. What I found though was, um. Uh, when you when you write books, especially the kind of books that I write, um, they people want to people respect authors with letters behind their names for some reason. So, um, and you get yeah, so you have more people looking at you, booking you for speaking engagements, um, this, despite your um, the experience and the things that you have to say. Because and everything that I'm saying today isn't any different than what I was saying, you know, before I got my degrees. But now that there's letters behind your name, people seem to to, to respect that a little bit more. Um, the, the letters behind your name was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. So I figured I'm gonna finish all um, these books and I'm gonna re-release my old book with my name and letters and stuff like that. Okay. All right, man. That is dope, man. All right, I'm gonna pick up the book. Is the audio book out? It doesn't have an audio book. All right, <laughs> but, uh, we gotta get that for literate, lazy people so like me. That book and read. Like that for lazy people, people like me. Need, I need the need audio black book. Men reading. That's what we need. I wait a minute. I've read a million books, so Good. but I'm now I'm on my audio book phase. <laughs> read any of my books? Hmm. You read any of my books? I have not yet, but I look forward to doing that. Actually, you know what? When I go, when I, I'm audio too. I'm sorry. Yeah, audio audios made me lazy when it comes to read, because then I can iron and I can, you know, cook. I Drive can. In the car, yeah, yeah, man, I love audio books, man. So yeah, I know. I I I gotta do better. I gotta do better. I, I have to do better. I'm I'm working on it. I'm yeah. I'm a uh, I'm a work in progress. So, but you know what though, Shannon? Like, okay, this is a great topic. You've written many books, right? Um, how do you, like, I have an idea and I want to put it to, you know, I want to make a book. Like, what? how do you suggest to even start? Like, just just putting stuff down on paper? Uh, what? I mean, how do you suggest? Well, I'm a poet. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm assuming everyone's process is probably something similar. Mm-hmm. You just write. Um, I've been writing since I was seven, so... Um, I just one day I decided um, in high school that I wanted to publish a book. I didn't publish a book in high school though. Um, my first book was published in 2008. 
and I just kind of just pushed myself to do it. I was like, you don't want to do um, what you've been doing, which is keep saying it, just publish the book. So I put out some fillers, contacted some self-publishing companies, and the person who got my name right was the one that got my attention. Because um, for some reason, during that time, people weren't getting my name right. My name was too long, so they would drop the O-N. They were like, clearly it's misspelled, so they would change the double N to a W-N, so my name would be Sean instead of Shan. And so I'd get all these letters in the mail, and I'm like, that's not my name, first off. Um, and then they would pick which last name they would give me when they send me a letter back. You know, well, she must be married, so we're going to call her, you know, Shan Jefferson or Sean Jefferson. And I'm like, <sighs> people, when I send you something with Shannon Ford Jefferson on it and you type it into your computer, if it says too many characters, you better put it in the notes section. Because when you send me something back, trying to get me to sign with you for my publishing, you're not about to get my attention. Mm -hmm. So I published with Author House. Um, Self-publishing can be expensive. Um, So if you know an editor friend, Mm -hmm. that is important, importante. Um, And then I moved over to Amazon's Kindle, uh, Create Space, um, before the, now they're KDP. Um, and that's where my next four books are through, but it's still important to have an editor. Um, I will probably reprint all of my old books through my current publisher, which is, um, Vital Narrative, um, a black publishing company out of Memphis, Tennessee. But I think the first step is to write and to not stop writing. You know, people always asking questions because I don't have any letters behind my name, even though I would like to think that I'm special because my name is presidential. Um, But I have experience. Um, I've taught poetry classes. Um, I've gone all over the country, you know, doing poetry workshops. So it's not like I don't have the experience. Um, And then I do have the books. And then I have, you know, certain outlets that I'm in that allow me to say, hey, so-and-so, Shannon writes poetry. Let's connect her. But don't stop writing. Even when you get writer's block, write about something else. Write about your anger or your angst about writer's block. Um, mm-hmm. Make a series of lists. You know, um, you have to keep doing it. It's a discipline as well as an art. Um, and then get yourself out there. Have your friends give you feedback. Um, don't be afraid to be rejected. Pushers are going to reject you. That's just what they do. But those rejections will all be worth it when you get somebody to say yes. Mm. I like the word. I want to take just one yes. Mm-hmm. One uh, yes. And if you don't want to do that, self-published. Because I, I mean, I did it five times before I joined with a. Mm. I mean, because it wasn't about being on the New York bestsellers list. It was literally just because I wanted to publish. Yeah, I like. And- I'm a poet. It's in my blood. It's what I do. And you know, with the way social media is today, the like the only downside to self-publishing through Create Space is that all the marketing is done by you. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't get any help with that. But with the social media, you develop a following. Um, you could, you know, do pretty well. I'm pretty yeah. well if it explodes or the right media outlet catch, catches your book. 
then you know it becomes like a revolve uh, a rolling ball like a snowball where you go on the right uh, media network mm-hmm. um you get followers those followers would you know share your stuff out and it grows that way uh, and it can be organic you know and the good thing i like about so poetry is different from the book you wrote yeah um because poetry doesn't i mean books period don't make a lot of money unless you're on like a new york bestsellers list but poetry is like the stepchild of writing in essence you know because when you think of the um work that's involved in a poem and some people are like well i don't understand what they wrote anyway where you can go through a gazillion novels there's a movie attached to it so sometimes they don't even read the book they just go watch the movie and then they buy the book because they've watched the movie poetry books don't have that so there's so much bread and butter behind don't get me wrong behind novelists i love them grammar and punctuation are not my gift so bless you all that do it um but when people say everybody writes books that's just common these days everybody's writing a book everybody has a story to tell you just got to find your audience you got to find your platform mm-hmm. yeah. well one thing i do like though is the the money i get that i don't expect the royalty <laughs> yeah <laughs> every now and then i get an email email saying yeah we deposited such and such money in your account oh that's yeah awesome. that's awesome expected money Mm. unexpected money is awesome and i'm and i applaud you dre because i mean i have i don't remember the last time i got a royalty check but i am trying to do something and it's taking a while because anything that you want to do that someone else isn't doing will take a while but Mm. i am trying to do something in poetry that has not been done Mm. um i mean that's the only way you can truly be a household name if you are not already famous or know someone that's famous. So what I'm doing, um, hopefully, will kick off by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, we'll be all here to support you. I can't wait for when your book comes out, so Thank that you. we can uh, we can definitely go deep <laughs> into it. So yeah. we can't wait till your book come out, Kente. You know what? I'm inspired, though, by listening to you guys, because yeah. I've been saying this for a while and uh, that I want to like I want to write one about my my father. Right. And, um, you know, uh, I really feel like, uh, you know, I need to do it, you know, because if somebody else do it. Uh, who knows what might come out of that? So, yeah, that'll be I think that's what I want to go down the road. I want to go down. So we'll see, though. We We shall see. I just make sure y'all buy the merchandise. Oh, uh, Shannon, uh, uh, disabling, dissecting, uh, daddy dysfunction. <laughs> Dismantling, Dismantling daddy dysfunction and mm-hmm. all the men I loved after him. Oh, all right. That's, oh. that's the name of your new book. That's yes. the current book. That's in queue, editing queue. Oh, man. That must feel good, too, when you get to that point where. Uh, I do have a question, Shannon. So when you get married, are you going to like hyphenate his name too? So will it be like Shannon Ford Jefferson? Like, how would that, how would that look? Um, no, I don't get me wrong. I am the only one of my, my, my birth. Like no one else in my family has the same last name. 
I mean, there are there are the Fords and there are the Jeffersons, but no one is Ford Jefferson. Um, but I'm traditional in the sense that I would <coughs> name and then just move my last name over. Mm-hmm. My birth would still remain as for Jefferson because I think it's too much work to confuse my fan base that already knows me as Shannon Ford Jefferson. Now, my information on the back will say I've since married, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But my books will still remain Shannon Ford Jefferson. I mean, because I've been branding myself as Shannon Ford Jefferson. You know, when people call me, I'm always like Ford, like the president, Jefferson, like the president, unless his name is presidential. You know, it's hard to take that off of who I am. Um, that would be funny. Like, I, you low-key got to uh, have whatever guy you marry has to be uh, uh, like a Clinton, Nixon, uh, Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> oh, man. You got to put it on a business card. You got to hyphenate it just to put it on the business card. That'll be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> It'll be yeah, like... They were like, you need to marry somebody who has a presidential last name. I was like, I'm just trying to find a good man. I don't know what his last name is. Right? Mm-hmm. You better tell him, Joe. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a baby with you? Huh? Do you have a baby with you? Me? Yeah, I see. Oh. Isn't that what you have in your hand? A baby toy? A fidgeter. Um, oh. Okay, so I, was, I, was I was saying the same thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like oh. Keeping a baby quiet or what? I'm like, no, you're good with the baby. Yes over here is Teddy P and he's currently humping his rhinoceros. So, <laughs> uh, no, I acquired these little toys from uh, training um, to tear apart and play with. Uh-huh. Um, so, and I'm not really a fidgeter, but hey, Anthony, I'm on fumes right now because I work 24 hours and I haven't been asleep yet. Oh, wow. So, Shannon, I got a question. So, if somebody wants to order your book, they can go to Amazon and order the book. But is there a way where, that they can order it where you get most of the royalties? Um. Well, I would say anything that you is if there's something you specifically want to order, I would say reach out to me first. Okay. Um, because some people want me to sign it and then send it to them. Um, yeah. But yeah, Amazon would be the only way. Put up the cash. Deal with Author House anymore. So. Yeah, put 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 your cash app in there. Look, I don't even know it. <laughs> I was like, I just got cash app. So Facebook me. Well, well, I really hey, don't. Cam Cam be having her cash app on deck. <laughs> you mentioned Cam cash app. It'd be yeah, like it'd, it'd be in that chat room real quick. I'm like, dang. <laughs> probably my name, to be honest. I what I try to do for most things. Mm-hmm. Facebook. It to me, I think you could text it to me or also whatever is easiest for you. When, um, welcome to the uh, chat room, Anthony Dead and uh, Luke. Dead is strange. Yes. So you need to have your shit on lock. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it right there. It was like I thought it was my name. Um, yeah, I wish I could. It probably wouldn't be a good picture. I am going to show y'all something. I'm going to give y'all a sneak preview. All right, okay. All right, y'all. Exclusive. Y'all saw it here first. All right. We're going to have a Funk Master Flex uh, sound effects. I've already seen it. Y'all just don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Dropping bombs. Yeah, drop a. 
Yeah, we give in cash apps. You're right. Look, look Shannon gonna make me go finish my book since she's working Shut on up. number ten. While we at it, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's it say? Okay, so y'all ready? <coughs> uh-huh. We're ready. Well, y'all giving out cash app. <laughs> okay, so I am trying to. I'm like Dre. I have like ten books in queue. So once I get done with the companion to DDD, which is marrying mommy, the woman I love, the woman I hate, the woman in the mirror, um, I want to do this big project. So big project, um, or bigger project rather, which hasn't been done in the poetry world. Um trying to find my favorite one, but I don't know if I have it yet. Okay, well, I guess I'll just show y'all this one then. Mm. Mm. That's Ant- that's right up Anthony's alley. Oh. Nice. Right. Anthony, you see this? Yes. I like that. So, the poem is entitled Don't Shoot. And what I want to do is create a book of picture poems um, and then have canvases for people to frame if they like. Um, This, of course, is a poem about Michael Brown. Um, I do custom stuff. This was Audrey's son. It's actually her son, the picture. And that's all words. Um, wow. including space. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on for quite some time. It's taking a little longer than I wanted to, but yeah, my, daughter, my daughter got some paintings that will go. You know, it's my daughter do art. That's, that she looks great. Whole, she did a, a whole series on. Um, she went to a predominantly white school and her, for for art. She had to do a, a theme for the her senior year, and it was about. Uh, racism that yeah, you know they were yeah. not happy with that and i'm talking about she had some old deep stuff that I, I was like i didn't even see the people hanging in the background i saw colin kaepernick but then i didn't see the people hanging in the background and different picket lines and stuff yeah that that right there yeah so awesome so if you could uh shannon would you write uh full-time if you didn't have to work oh absolutely um i do scrapbooks um i do custom cards um, invitations. I do love letters. Um, I write vows. You do uh, love letters. What does that mean? I write love letters for people. Like I ask them information about the person who I'm writing it for, and then I customize it for them. So like I do like Valentine's Day gifts or anniversary gifts or um, even like proposal type love letter. So would you? So would you? So would somebody feel? Some kind of way if they found out that the, the the love letter that they got wasn't actually your words or somebody else's. Um, I'm just the um creative genius mm-hmm. behind your thoughts. Like I'm asking you what you think about this person. I may not know them from a can of paint, but I'm going to dig deep enough into your heart to put it on paper for you. Some people that's just not their gift. I, I, I get what you're saying, and your yeah, your niche is wonderful. I'm wondering. Yeah, some people might be offended, but that ain't my problem. As long as that money is in my account, when I listen, I'm not talking about your part. Your business part is creative. It's wonderful. It has nothing to do with you. I just begin to think if I got with a guy, 
or if my husband sent me this letter and it's wonderful and I'm wondering why he didn't send me any more and it's because that's not him. Poetry for people when, when we were in high school and college, like poetry assignments, they'd be like, hey, you know we got to do this assignment. Can you write? And I'm like, how much you paying? Because these gifts. She's, so you like the oh. the black female Serena, Serena basically. Who? Serena, that you know, he wrote the letters for people and all that. So, but there's no difference between that and buying a going to the CVS or Hallmark to get a car. Oh, of course. Yeah, so. Well, well, to me, the difference would could come across could come across if you're in a relationship with someone with and it yeah. and it looks like a handwritten letter mm-hmm. as but opposed to Hallmark. Hallmark, I know I'm buying a car and I'm trying to find the closest one to my thoughts to give to you. But if I don't tell the person that someone took my thoughts and put it into a letter, they think that you wrote that. But then if they're not able to get that anymore, then they feel like you just somebody just wrote something for you. They don't even that it wasn't even your thoughts and your feelings. It'll be oh. hey, as long as they don't see the receipt, we're good. I hope you can see that, Angie. Can you see the handwriting? I do. You're not gonna get that on a Hallmark card. Listen. Baby, what you do is amazing. You are amazing. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm I'm now in the aspect of friend. couples counseling. If somebody came to me, he had somebody else write his words, but he couldn't even he didn't even care enough about me to write it himself. I thought that he loved me, but he had to get he had to get somebody else to tell because he don't even think his own thoughts. My uncle did that too with two Valentine's and my aunt already knew it was coming from me. But she was like this is the most thoughtful gift Dale has ever given me. Like, <laughs> honey. Well, it just depends on the state of your relationship. If you know that something is, is your spouse's weakness or their, or their mm-hmm. if, if you guys can talk about that, then that's fine. But so often. It'll be many. Take, yeah. If, if, I'm telling you. I can, met, I can if, already, I can already hear it. Like um, my, if I, when I hire uh, Shannon to do that for me, She'll be like, wait a minute, this didn't come from you. It must have been Shannon. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, I know that was Shannon. That wasn't you. <laughs> if she thought it came from you, then you'd be like, you don't even really know me because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not poetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, that sounds like a Shannon my... Ford Jefferson joint. <laughs> I would, but see, I would tell my husband, there's a, there's a person that, that writes stuff, you tell him what you feel, and then he can, he can appreciate that because it's personalized for him. But if I just give him this, he's like, uh, now you know you don't write like this. Hey, Sybil. He'll tell you have all the seats. That's not you. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, uh, as far as Shannon's concerned, hey, as long as that check clear, <laughs> you know, she's like, hey, the check clear, that's on you to make it look good. And sometimes I do love <laughs> offerings um, in terms of I give things away. Um because sometimes I want to pour into people's life because um, it's important to me. I mean, I'm not well known in terms of my gift or my talent. So there are some people that I'm like, hey, let me send this to you because you have a huge following. I just ask that you post it. Um, tell everybody where you got it from, how they can get a hold of me if they'd like some work done. Um, that's what I said I was going to start doing. Thing. Like your, like your book, Shannon. And even Dre, like people that write books or write have certain products, especially in the African American community, because it is so funny because because of what's been going on with my husband and I lately, we have not done our you know we used to do a weekly broadcast and we have not. 
we got 29,000 followers just on Facebook. Yeah. And, and and I used to take time to post and to encourage, but I was getting kickback where people would go to people's whatever it was, they couldn't get the stuff they needed. And then it made me look bad because you posting this person and they don't have the services or they don't reply back. And I'm like, I, yeah. I mean, it's bad. I want to support but then you gotta you gotta handle your business. If I tag you, yeah. if, if, I, if it's like a tag you in, you got to handle your business. I drive four hours to Hobby Lobby all the time to make cards for people. So trust me, I'm serious about my stuff. So we'll get, Shannon, we'll get together because I listen. I got to get back to to because it's it's services like what you have, like even personalized card, like. It would be better if you don't have to go try to find the one that fits best. If I can yeah. get somebody that makes it custom for me. Yep, I said we, I was gonna we, do this year. I, I have a, a black writers group that uh, that's how I met Shannon through there, and uh, mm -hmm. Anthony's in it as well. And um, there's so many talented writers in within that group. Mm -hmm. um, actually, Shannon's one of the uh, main administrators of the group, and. Um, so I mean, there's people that shares you know a lot of very. Uh, oh, is Dad in it too? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, here, I'll put oh, it in God. there. Um, I just realized though somebody went live doing karaoke in there. Well, I might have to stop that one. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that people they're not following the rules. I'm I'm the quote unquote deleting admin because yes. I like to do stuff. Get on my yeah, that's the one thing about Facebook groups is uh, you get a lot of uh, um, people. I, I'm trying not to curse, so uh, effery, effery. <laughs> you get effery in the group. <laughs> I said hard-headed people. I see. There I'm you go. Yeah, me. that's it. Um, so you know you got to uh, tame it, but other than that, there you go, Steph. That's that. We'll go with that. Yes, absolutely. But there's a lot of really talented writers within the group. And, oh, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, Shannon. Uh, um, it's very interesting, too. Like, th there's writers from all different skill sets or skill levels. And the cool thing about it is, you know, if you're whack, you know, when you start off, right? We're all whack most of the time when we start off. And, like, there's no judgment. It's no, you suck. You know, they give you, uh, they give you, um, um, creative, not creative. Uh, what do you call it? Constructive. Constructive. Thank you. I can't talk tonight. Um, constructive criticism, you know, uh, yeah. See, he says they make him feel good all the time. So it's really cool. You know, we do. We do. Yeah, but man. you dope. So I'm, it's not, you don't need to feel good. You just dope. Like you have a gift. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's an awesome group and it, it it's a splinter uh, group off of a bigger group of uh, our, a black arts group called uh, Black Artists Connected. So, but sometimes the the feel of it is is so big that it isn't as intimate as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um. So, although I'm an admin, I don't post a lot on there anymore because it's just like I don't even know who's in there anymore. Um. And those that I do know. We have our own circles outside of the group, so. Yeah, they have a, uh, it's funny, there's like a lot of splinter groups, like, and I found out, like, you know, I don't know, right? And I found out there's like, you know, uh, groups within the group, within the group, you know, so, and they all do their own thing or whatever, it's pretty cool. That's how me and Tiffany met, 
and then mm-hmm. we went and had I went to Georgia to visit someone else mm-hmm. and then we went and had lunch and I, I want to do mm-hmm. a a group meetup somewhere you asked, I came to your city and I couldn't find you so I, ain't I didn't know I didn't know I asked you were you in I was LA there for a whole week oh but I was in Chicago though what you weren't in Chicago well, let me know when I you think so because yeah. I want to go to filthy rags where, yeah. you, where, where are you at Shannon I'm in Key West mm-hmm. oh you down the street from me I'm in Orlando we talked about this when we was on the all women's uh yeah I think Girl, I, I think I want to I want to do the group meetup in Atlanta though I think that's I that. that's um kind of centrally located for a lot of people. So price yeah. for me. I appreciate yeah. it. So that'd be a good. Hey Dre, have you heard of Ambo place. TV? Ample. Ambo. Oh. It's in New York. My niece is the chief content officer. Um, it's a Christian uh, network, but she had to like start the somebody uh, somebody had to want to start the station. She does all the content. They have different shows and. Um, your your segment may be something that she is interested. She's always asking me for for people, um, you know, the, the the single active father. You have a, do you have a, is it like a a, I, a website or a social media? Am, Ambo TV, A M B O A M B O. Now I don't know how people contact her normally because she's, um, but because I know a lot of times they were looking for like TV hosts and stuff. But it was people that lived in New York. Because I was like, do I need to travel gotcha. back and forth? Look, do I need to travel back and forth? I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a plain chick. And it's cold in New York. I can't play with y'all. <laughs> well, Shannon know about that cold. She was, where were you in? Uh, Minnesota? So, yeah. yeah. And then Nebraska the month before that when it snowed every day. Yeah. My daughter was in North Dakota. And it was it was something below seven. She was like, oh be my good. God, I'm Florida. This is foolish. What, what's your temperature, Kente? 82. It was 82 today. Oh, we were sick. We were sick. We sixty right now. Yeah, it's gonna rain though Wednesday, so like rain's a big deal here. We freak out when it rains. <laughs> why you so, Why you freak out when it rains? Because it's like it doesn't. We don't. I mean, it's usually just really nice. So when it rains, it's like no one knows how to act. And you know, the best thing ever when it rains in L.A. is the meteorologists. The local meteorologists are like having orgasms basically because they have something else to talk about so they're like excited they'd be like they'd be pointing at they can actually use the equipment you know and all of that stuff so they'd be like really happy when uh when it rains um and the the person who's doing the interview like i'm i'm on the page now i know the guy that's doing this interview with todd delaney his wife so his wife was my best my my niece took a picture with todd delaney um after the interview but she's the one that runs the whole station that's that's the boss okay she's so a, she's a c was a chief <coughs> content officer cco yeah right. look so the person who's doing this interview uh, is the husband of my sister's best friend growing up i'm like wait a minute i know this guy yeah he lives in the world i used to yeah they just start actually doing live taping um i think this i think it was this week that just passed she's actually here she, she's she went back this morning but okay. um, I know when they first started, they were looking for people that would be um, hosts for different things, and they needed yeah. people that lived actually in the area. I, you know, I, unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, I'm waiting. On, I'm waiting on my relationship segment to come on, but I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> but because <laughs> wow. I am not fooling with dope. New York, y'all cold. Mm. Yeah. This is dope. 
Yeah, I would like to connect with them if that's possible. With your with your your niece, you said. My niece, yeah. Look, she, my niece yeah, is. She, a, listen, I'm I'm trying to find my niece a husband. She is. <laughs> she is. She went to NYU. She yeah. went to Duke Law School, and she went to to Yale. I mean, got every degree in under man. She is just still single. She was so much mess out there, but I believe that somebody God had just for her. So I'm. I'm How old is she? Huh? How old is she? How old is she? Is that Brooke Gurley? Yeah, that's Brooke Gurley. That's my baby. I want to say she's 30. Jesus. 84. What what, what year? How old is that? 84. Y'all, 34. Y'all. Okay, that's how I feel. She already had a birthday, then she's 35. Her birthday is in November, so. Oh, 34. Oh, shit, she's young. Yeah. But you know. Patricia, hey. what's up? I'm just saying, That's we we, we not coming with no fools. Look, she got she's she's as nice as she want to be, but I she just waiting on uh her bow ass. Hilarious. <laughs> you don't want a bow ass. He died. So, right after I, so October in uh in Atlanta is good weather, right? Uh uh-uh. uh, isn't that cold? Yeah, what you gonna be in the hot tub? Well, yeah, Atlanta, it's not that cold. I wouldn't think it would be that cold. <laughs> You better watch out. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah, like Olaf, you're always there in October. Yeah, it's pretty it's good, right? Here. She said it's not. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, you know, yeah, we, yeah, you know what? I'm going to look into uh, what we got to do to make that happen. Can we go to Belize in November? Mm. Like Belize, like with the girl by. Yeah, I got. I'll tell you one more time. I have triplets in college. Okay, so Belize is not on the list right this minute. It was really inexpensive. I'll give you all the details. Okay, uh, I'm about to go back to stripping. Look, my I'm, former life. I'm just kidding. I went. I was, I went like, never I, stripper. Look, let me throw that back there. But I was never stripper. I was joking. <laughs> I was like, I I ain't got no money. So when you see me traveling, trust me, on a budget, on a budget, mm. on a budget. Hey. How crazy is that? Like, mm. I'm sorry, the small world. Just it's a small. Are you talking about Ambo TV? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dean is the the host of the show that he, they have on there. I get not see. I I just saw her pictures with she took with Todd Delaney, so I didn't see who actually did the interview. Yeah, so I got to go back and watch because she's always like, "Did you check it out?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how you clarified you weren't a stripper. Because you know, I say I gotta go back to stripping, and people—it's a joke because people say that all the time. Like I'm gonna go back to stripping, and so if people don't know me, they're like, "You were a stripper." I mean, you gotta get <laughs> at some point, don't you? A girl told a girl told me that she was when she was younger, she was having money problems, <laughs> and she said that she was in a relationship with a guy, right? And yeah. a couple of her friends were strippers, so she was thinking about being doing it because she really needed help with her financial issues and then she said that her boyfriend at the time was like no he just broke off off some bread and kept her from kept her off the pole basically Mm. and she was saying how you know she had she had to tell him like hey i'm really thinking about doing it i need help i'm not getting help from no one else so i'm about to go strip so i don't know uh so trey if you were in that situation would you have broken her off some bread to keep her off the pole, or would you 
break up with her? Mm. Good um, question. So this is my girlfriend and not mm-hmm. my wife? No, not your wife. But you really like her. She's, she's you know, you might, you know, she might be the one. I would probably have to help her go through her finances, see if I can help her budget effectively. Oh, so he's not giving money. He's going to help you. <laughs> man, your money. I'm going to teach you how to budget. Let me, let, me, let me time out. Um, I will help out financially where I can. But if you're not my wife, I'm not going to let you become dependent on me financially. You know, I'm not like that. That whole like, you know, you know, Destiny's child, you know, can you pay my bill stuff? I'm, I'm not your husband. Like, you know, when I'm your husband, I, I will provide for you and my family. If you got kids, I'll provide for them too. Now, but, um, she she said she told him this not to ask for help. She said she said basically she was just letting him know this is what she was thinking about doing, and it just led to him helping. But I mean, I'm, I'm I was kind of like, you know, I need Shannon to not be practicing over there. She practicing <laughs> in the corner. You see Shannon? But I need a trial run <laughs> on your provider skills. <laughs> sign, sign her up for financial literacy class. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Now, now, I, I wouldn't knock her. She, that's what she feels like she needs to do. Again, relationship is all about compatibility. Um, I don't fit there. All right. And if that's the case, I need to let her go and, and be at peace with what she feels she needs to do. Mm-hmm. But she also has to be at peace with me saying I can't um, be with somebody. That that wants to that that does that, and it's not a, an attack on your character, who you are, you know. I like it's just that that we're not compatible, and that's okay. <laughs> Me personally, I would have been like, well, enjoy your new career, and you know, that'd have been <laughs> it. But I I couldn't see like no, you know. She swears I didn't I didn't ask him I didn't tell him this for him to give me money but he did he helped her he helped her out of her situation and you know she was in college you know and it, college is hard and you know she had friends that were getting through college you know that's a big you know that's like a one of those things that people say but there's a lot of people that get to college and start stripping to get help get through college you know that's actually a real thing yep. uh, I'm gonna be stripping yeah it's expensive podcast yeah, it's very where, expensive. Where, where the old strip club at for old people with <laughs> They got them. In, in, in strip yeah. mall. That, that's what I'm going to have to go to. They got them. They, 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 <laughs> in, in the Midwest, like in Arizona. <laughs> I would have stripped them. I could Arizona. have. Where's the one? <laughs> <laughs> Everything you know, is expensive. Not just school. Everything. Life is expensive. <laughs> but you know, I mean, what if, what if your your man tells you that, though? Like, honey, this is these bills are coming in. I, I got to... I gotta make something happen on that pole. Well, he turned into a magic mic. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he gonna start stripping? <laughs> right. He's like, I need, I, I didn't. Yeah. He's like, I gotta, I gotta make some things happen. They offer me this position, you know, at, uh, at, you know, whatever. <laughs> as long as he's not stripping for men. <laughs> no, before, before I became a Christian, I was approached. <coughs> I wanted to. You was a who? I was approached. Yes, I was approached. <laughs> Before I became a Christian, to to make some money that way. Get out of here! How close were you? Look, we all in your business. I was like, I wasn't even eighteen yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> was like, did you audition? 
Huh? Did you audition? No. <laughs> no. Wait a minute, Andre. What was your stripper name going to be? <laughs> oh, no. Dangerous Dre. <laughs> Uh, hey man, hey! No, props to you, man. You was approached. <laughs> you know, yeah, was that was that flattering? I mean, it must have been flattering, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it felt it felt good. It really, you think I could do that? Really? All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I won't do it, but yeah. <laughs> okay, my husband and I had a debate about: Can you really be married to someone that is a stripper in that lifestyle? Man, listen, I I I can't see how. Cause so much come with that lifestyle. Like it just is regardless. There's levels yeah. that go real dark, but there's so much. I mean, how do you like? I know you're going to work and come back home, but you're going to get butt naked. Somebody got you on video because you know they video on everything. Like mm-hmm. how do you? Right. And I know mm. I'm I'm the old save the old lady now, but I still never saw how you could just be like be proud to take this woman out on your arm and she a stripper like. And and if you're doing it in the city, like you going out to eat, and somebody's going to recognize, you know, uh, her. When oh, you're hey, Mercedes. You remember I took that bottle up there last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the way you went down, and yeah, that was talent, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Your show. Uh, when can I see you again? Like that's that's that, that is kind of awkward. Yeah, that would be very. Anthony says he knows somebody no, whose wife said, is no, a porn star. No, Dre, you said it so nice and churchy. That's not what people gonna say. <laughs> Mercedes, <laughs> shake that ass. That was nice talent. They gonna be like, you remember I thought that bottle up there? <laughs> you spin did that thing, and it was it was clapping. Yeah, but Steph is right too. Like some <laughs> some men some men don't mind, and there's you know there's people out there. I that, cannot. I, I can't believe that. that they that they don't they won't get to it at some point in time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but wouldn't you want your man not to want you to do it though? Oh, I'm not stripping. No, I, I mean, body type for that. I mean, okay. If, let's say you did it as a test. Like you told a guy you were dating. You know, I'm thinking about stripping, and he was like, if his answer was. Oh, it's great, sweetie. You, yeah, good luck. At, you know, in your career, wouldn't you be like, how would you feel about that? I ain't gonna. Be... All right, because so I'm going on with Stephanie. Your... Say it's plenty of strippers with husbands. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not one of them, so don't I mean, you test no, people like that. I, ain't never seen a with a I was like, maybe that's why I'm single. Maybe yeah. I need to go. No. Well, one thing I know, and I'll be, I'll be extremely candid with you guys. Okay. okay? Um, after I get married, okay, uh, I do plan on having a retractable, what's the word, retractable pole that my wife can put up and down every now and then so that we can enjoy ourselves. And every now and then, okay, I can't keep it up. I'm gonna have kids, it's gotta be retractable because I'm gonna have children coming in and out of the bedrooms too. So it's gotta come down. Like, my kids come in, dad, what's that pole for? Yoga. Your mama. I'm, yoga. I'm, I'm studying mama, to be a right? fireman. I'm trying yeah. to be a fireman. I'm hanging up laundry. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh wait, oh, wait. It's not going to be just for her because remember, you was approached, so she gonna have she gonna put you on the pole. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no. <laughs> Some things got to keep a secret. Let it just be for your mama. <laughs> so. 
Hey man, hey. Listen, listen, me and my husband have always been weird. My my bedroom is off limits. Mm. So my kids ain't coming in there. I got five. I ain't gonna do it. Don't come in there. If you come in there, your life might be scarred. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, you have to go do some things. Hilarious. Huh? Barge in. I need a red room. Hilarious. You said yeah. barge in. <laughs> They just come in and out. So you definitely gonna see some things. That's it. He's gonna be the pole in this house. Listen, I never had locked my door. <laughs> yeah, go to bed. <laughs> I, mean, I would knock. I'd be like, Mama. But I mean, yeah. Uh, I want to I want to recognize uh, Patricia A. Murray in the chat room. Both L. A. and Boogie from the Elephant Room and the homie Melvin. Uh, as I've been. Uh, uh, make sure you check out the Elephant Room, and um, which is every Sunday at What's one p.m. Pacific Room. One Pacific Room. I can't talk tonight. One Pacific. Uh, one p.m. Pacific for Eastern, and check out Brother Melvin's uh, podcast. I believe it's every Friday. I let him put the time in there um, in the chat. Uh, the Elephant Room is a wonderful podcast of uh, two uh, wonderful uh, black people, uh, L.A. and um, Boogie. And they're from Toronto. They're they're from Toronto, and uh, they talk about a lot of issues within our community, and it's always a lot of fun. And uh, you you gotta love those guys. Uh, Melvin's show is seven p.m. Central Time on Fridays, and he this brother has. I've been really. I sound like his PR guy because I really want people to know how awesome his show is. Uh, this brother has. He has like the greatest guests. Like I'm like I'm I'm like tasing people to make sure they check check him out. He has you know he he has Clifton Davis about to come on uh, his podcast uh, from Amen and uh, you know Clifton Davis actually wrote uh, Never Say Goodbye for the Jackson Five too. Did yeah, yeah he did yeah see so so you know uh, when I'm in your chat room I'm definitely gonna uh, ask him that, I mean if you if you don't get to it already so but uh, yeah so. Yes. And this is all on this same um, app, Kente? Yes, yes. You know, you, you, you introduced me to this app, but I never look at it. I, 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 when we broke up with Blab, I, I think I just broke up with uh, I mean, look, And then Jada, Jada does great. It's so much great content on this platform. And uh, Brother Anthony's about to do something. Actually, me, Anthony, and Keenan is going to do a hip-hop debate of the greatest MCs of all time. So that's going to be oh, interesting. No. So yeah, we, it's gonna be a good one. I, I don't know when we're gonna do it yet, but uh, hey man, I, hey, I, I'll hop in there, Melvin. Um, but uh, so that's gonna be fun too. We're gonna do that sometime pretty soon. But uh, yeah, so we talk about everything on this platform. So we talk about uh, we talk about religious stuff as well, right? We've had some really great religious debates on here. Uh, we've talked about, uh, of course, sex because any platform of sex is gonna be brought up. So uh, it could be Christian Mingle, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, it's always going to be brought up. Uh, movies, we we talk about uh, everything on this platform. So, uh, and then sometimes we just talk about BS on this platform all the time. Just you know, uh, we, we, we I'm trying to remember what was our conversation last night. It was it was pretty Real funny. Authentic, huh? Real and authentic. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, we, we had some uh, really funny conversations last night. So and then, you know, Patricia A. Murray does her thing on Sunday. So check them out. These are wonderful people. 
uh, who do who do amazing things. So I'm gonna do a podcast yes. myself. Sorry, Ninja. Oh, okay, what's it gonna be about? Shenanigans, the single woman's chronicle. All right. So hey, I'm I'm there for that too. I'll be there in in the peanut gallery. Huh? I said you are not invited, sir. Oh, see, man, I'm glad I have uh, high self esteem. Uh, Ben jumped off the ledge. Uh, Hey, Bobby. Bobby's a film podcast. All right. Oh, cool. You know that's my thing right there. I love talking movies. So yeah, well, you know. So I'll be there as well. Um, yeah, Shannon, you don't have a problem saying your age, right? A gun yeah, podcast? Me and Pilla grew up together. Yeah, Shannon is young, so she's still young. So Pilla grew up together. So, how, how, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you, uh, Dre? 39. You gonna be 40 really? You're only 39? Yeah, I'll be 40 this year. All right. This is young brother. December, baby. December 10th. Oh, December twentieth. Date his father's birthday, I think. Yeah, December twentieth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, and then you, you and your husband used to do a thing. Are you guys going to get back to it? Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is, uh, he works for UPS and he got promoted. So oh. And so he goes to work in. The, yeah, listen. So the funds have to come first. So he goes to work at two. It's trying to get out like twelve. He, the shift has changed now, so it's two, and he gets off like twelve one two. So the only time he's off is Friday and Saturday, and we used to trying to uh, spend that time together. So oh, we gotta get our life together because it's limiting our time. Hopefully, his shift will change. But hey, getting I, the money, you got to do what you do. And a uh, big shout out to Gabe, who's in the chat room too. Gabe is a cool cat. Gabe. Yeah, he's a cool cat. Um. And um, I remember, uh, I think it was during the holidays, you did a, a stream with your kids and they were making fun of you about how you are in church. Do you remember that? Me? Yeah, they were, your kids were making, they were uh, doing impersonations of you in church, yelling at you them. Watched, you actually watched it? Oh I God. did watch. I was they, there. They home for Christmas. Oh my God, everybody was here. Yes. That was funny to hear her kids uh, mimicking uh, their mother about how she yells at them in church. They were saying, give them a look. You know, that's just the that's okay. First of all, I'm a minister. I am the praise and worship leader. So if I'm up there singing and you doing something, I can't just stop and say, stop. So I'm giving you a look like you don't sit down somewhere. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I got my youngest son. He is the one that just got to be over the top. I'm like, Lord, I just want to throw a Bible and hit him. You look up and you just see him like, Lord, <laughs> you just want to. I have the opposite. Like, I, I, I got tired of talking to my kids. So I just let them do whatever. I like, guess. Just stay See, off the I'm pole. Not, I, 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 <laughs> I, was, I was raised where you know there was some there was some order to, to church, <clears throat> and so look why my son just came around the corner. Yeah, I'm talking about you. No. My rule so, was stay off the pulpit and don't leave the building. Uh uh-uh. uh, listen. So they so they got they. I, I didn't know you watched that, Kente. You shouldn't have watched it. That was. Like, I was yeah. commenting. I was commenting on it. I remember now. I was so embarrassed. I was like, that it wasn't me. But you know, children will tell the truth, honey. They will tell. They were like, there's a look when moms say things, certain certain looks she gives, certain things she say, that's like, uh, you know you in trouble later. Mm-hmm. And, and shout out to, like, to <laughs> shout out to Badges, too. Badges be on here uh, doing her thing. She's always, like, baking or doing, yeah, she's always doing some kind of, uh, uh, some kind of um, uh, 
you know thing with her kids or something like that doing science projects and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's pretty cool Kenzie, cool did stuff. you see the one we did with blended families Mm-mm, no i didn't you have a blended family yes we have a blended family um my oldest son is 20 jesus four he was five years old when i married dad and then i have the triplets and then we have one together and so triplets. you had yeah, three so babies had at one to, time we had to navigate through listen i have a, 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 a all-black son 24 mm-hmm. biracial triplets and then you got a all-black young man so First of all, the family picture and people looking like, uh, what did I miss? When they see stuff, they confused <laughs> as ever. Because they see my husband, who's this big and black guy with these biracial kids. They're like, uh, did we miss something? Especially when they see him with me, they're thinking like, what What did I miss? It's so funny because the, the little kids, the little black kids at school, the one that told them, that's not your biological daddy. <laughs> My kids, my kids came home like, "What's a biological daddy?" Oh man! business. But that's what they did. But yes, we have a blended family. That's more of our um, our spectrum yeah. because that's there's so many blended families now. You had three kids at once. I'm still blo- wow. You listen, and they're ten hours apart. Let's go talk about that. Oh my god. Doctor Vibe, what's up? Everything's up. How you doing, everyone? You somewhere else, Doctor Vibe? Yeah. Well, my main computer when I came home today was showing Windows XP. Oh wow! (laughs) So, uh, so I had to switch computers. So I'm using another one. I just finished uh, conversation. And what we talking about tonight? Good evening, everyone. By the way, we're we're talking about Angie's. uh, uh triplets wow <laughs> like wow man like i didn't i don't think i ever knew that you had triplets so yeah that's that's what was mimicking me that night that was the triplets were home from college two of them went to one to miami and one went to georgia wow and, and you had them 10 hours wrestled. apart that's like a day well, they, listen they wanted to go three different directions they were so ready to be away from each other it was ridiculous it was i bet but I can't imagine. I don't want to be around somebody, anybody, twenty four seven. So I, I'm sure they would yeah. have their own individuality. Mm. Actually, who shared a womb with me for nine months? Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, huh? They were all yeah, the Brady bunch. Wow. Yeah. Three in co- three in college at the same time. Yes, I need to put wow. my cash app in the in the link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm sending you. my kids to uh, Angie's house <laughs> when I have them. <laughs> Listen, but you know, I got to say, God is good because nobody's ever had a referral, ever got in trouble in school. And to this last young man I got, he, he's a little talkative. My 13-year-old, who's five foot nine, is a little talkative. <laughs> but nobody, like, I've never had, you know, the stuff that people deal with with students. Like, people see my children or see me and say, your children are always so well-mannered. You know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. So I'm, I'm thankful because... We had fun, but I had structure. We had rules. Yeah, of course. Goldie, Goldie, I've got to compliment you because I I like to ask everyone on the call here, how many black families do you know of that have three children in college? We got an older son that's already been to college, too. 
four. So we four. So we four, we four, four out of five. This is only 13 right now. So we, None. We four out of the five attending college. That is a statement right there. That's awesome. Wow. The blessing. That's why I'm sending my kids. Kente, K- 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 you need to have this lady on, just her on her own, have her share her story. Yes. Please. Uh, please do. Listen. But get the tissue if you need my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love you, Kenji. No, that, that, Goldie, and, uh, you, you, you're you. a huge inspiration. Well, thank you so much. But I, you, you came on a little later, but I was telling you that one thing we did was we had dinner together at the table every day. Oh, no wow. electronics. We oh, didn't have, wow. they, my kids didn't do TV. Um, every every evening we had only a certain amount of TV on the weekends, but we monitor what they watch. People like, they's like, oh, my friends say that, you know, that you're really strict, I, but then your friends are wild, have children doing a whole bunch of other stuff that we didn't do. So not to say that we're perfect, and my children have, you know, their own set of issues, but we didn't have legal problems, we didn't have school problems. My son, one of the triplets, has cerebral palsy. He graduated with honors. Oh, wow. And wow. He across that stage. And everything they told me he could not do, I fought for him. At every IEP meeting, every meeting, they told me he walked across that stage. He's been at Barry University now. Um, this is his second semester, and he had all A's and a couple B's, and is handling his business. So, I mean, That's the awesome. stuff that I made him made wow. him do for himself here, wow. he is. I mean, I can't even complain about it because he is so responsible. Where did and you I was get? Afraid. Where did you get your sense of discipline? Well, I think it's more of the old, my husband and I are both old school when it comes to, like the children nowadays is, you know, what do you want? What do you want to eat? What do you want to do? It's, they got too many options. And I'm not saying that you have to be a dictator, but right. like if we're going to a restaurant, we were just talking about today, we went to Chick-fil-A and the person in front of us took about 15 minutes and like six cars went in the other line. And the lady, the guy, I said, why was it so long? He said, her children can make up their mind. My children know if you don't know what you want, when we get up there, I'm going to choose for you. And you're going to eat. <laughs> yes, man. Or you got $5, and this is what we're going to get. Or if we're broke, we got three, everybody got $3 off the dollar menu, and you better figure it out. Wow. Like, wow. we just, yeah. and my children didn't question me. They didn't go back and forth, because they know that was, you couldn't get that big. Anyway, <laughs> wow. I'm not doing that. We're not wow. doing that, but these children nowadays have too many debate. Why? Why can't you do that? Why is that? And that's not fair. Life isn't fair. You're not working for this. <laughs> Life is not fair, but it's just. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is. <laughs> and the long, and the earlier you get that, the more you, the less problems you have when you get to work. You yeah. get to school to get to college because if you're gonna go back and forth with your boss about why. I they don't have to answer you why you do it or you get fired. That like, that's what it is. Like I see a lot of that. Like it's so many challenging authority and I'm like, where did you come from? Why that's, this, that, that's this generation now. That's this generation. It's they true. challenge it. And I'm not saying that you don't like I believe you explain people why so they can understand and make strong decisions later. You know, like when I tell you, you know, you shouldn't do this. This is what happens when this happens. Then they can understand. Like my children call me now, like, Mama, I understand the process of why you got to what you did or why you said what you did. And that's all I wanted them to do is see the process. But, you know, these back and forth with your parents and and shutting and locking your door, I wish you would. Say, Kente, Mm -hmm. this, this lady needs to write a book. We were just talking about that. 
No, I'm you missed all you. of it, Dr. Vibe. You missed all of it. She was talking well, about I, that already. I was doing another conversation. I just I didn't write the book. But, oh. but look, I've been writing that book about seven years. I have the yeah, contract. Yeah, we don't talk. Uh, all right. Don't quit. Don't quit. If it takes but seventy years, still it's, write it's it. It's not about that. It's not. It's, see, that's the other thing. Can say the one we're doing is about relationships and that that stuff. But somebody else told me because I had five miscarriages before I even had one child. Wow. And and the the issues of infertility and feeling like you weren't good enough because society tells you you get married, you get pregnant, you have a baby, and then you keep going. And you have a, you buy a house, you buy a car, but what society doesn't tell you, you may have infertility issues, or if you made bad decisions growing up, but when you get to high school or college, then you might not be able to buy that house right now. You know, those right. things don't play into the into the fantasy that we get from the movies. Wow. Mm, dang it. Wow. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, just a, as a plug, uh, on Wednesday at seven p.m. Pacific, ten Eastern. Me and uh, L.A. will be talking with uh, Alex and Giselda from Get Vocal. So if you guys want to know anything about this platform, um, they're here to be. We're going to put the spotlight on them and and uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. And I purposely made it at seven so that we wouldn't conflict uh, with uh, your show on Wednesday, uh, Dr. Vibe. Much respect. I'll make sure that uh, we don't. Um, the best of all, we won't conflict with it so mm-hmm. we can go back to back and hit it hard. Yes. So yeah, I want everybody I, to I come like in. I want everybody. I I was just sending it to you. Uh, but uh, yeah. but I, I want everybody to come in. I know they just did a town hall meeting, but a lot of people yep. wasn't able to uh, make it to there. But uh, it's going to be a little different because we're going to like really, you know, get to the meat of uh, of get vocal, you know, and, and then we're going to get a little background too. Because some people ask mm-hmm. about, you know, where these guys come from and, and all that kind of stuff and what they really are looking to do with this platform. Because I know there's a lot of hesitation because of uh, we have blab uh, shock, uh, post-traumatic uh, blab syndrome, where some people are like, you know, uh, after, you know, what happened with blab. But, uh, we you know, we're going to talk to them and uh, try to get close. So I want everybody to, to come in Q&A and ask questions. And they, you know, they'll they'll be cool. It'll be and also, and also, too, how you can help them. Right. That's the, that's one of the first questions I'm going to ask. So, and I see Tony in, in here as well. Big ups to Tony and C-Wheel. So, uh, yeah. So. Good. That's going to be an epic, thir- epic Wednesday night. Be yeah, because I think, I think it's going to be like uh, Dre, I think. It's going to be Dre, <laughs> then you, then me. So, yeah, it's going to be. Oh no, it's gonna be Jada. My bad. It's gonna be Jada. It's gonna be Jada. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Fire. Wednesday night fire. Yeah. So it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah, fire. Be really fire. Interesting. So. Wednesday night fire. It's gonna be good stuff. Yes. 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 So uh, wow, I gotta, you gotta send me something, Kente, so I can check them all out. Cause I, you know, I was I was all in blab, and I have not gotten into anything else since. I was about to get divorced by a blab, though. I'm going to tell you, I almost got divorced. By we, yeah, we used to have the fun, we most fun on there. Morning, and my husband's like, dude, I didn't want to sleep and woke up, and you still on there. And so it was just. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun on back then, yes. That's a mess. And I was like, I'm going to bed. And then somebody would pop on. 
Lee or somebody would pop on and we keep on talking. I was like, dude, it is two o'clock in the morning. It's three o'clock. I was like, I got to go to work in a minute. And we just kept going on and on. And we did it almost and I was like, I would purposely like try to put my phone somewhere else and then I would just get a message. Yeah. My iPad a ding. Yeah. I was like, dude, really? Yeah, people have I don't that, need have, to have, in my life. Yeah, we had the uh, blab uh, hangovers at work. <laughs> really? That was for real. Yeah. <laughs> I love it on the after show sometimes on Get Vocal. People be up till four and five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm just still on yeah. there. Yeah, I'd be yeah, I'd be at work on Blab. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. That was oh, uh, that, that I had a relationship off. I had with my husband because he'd have thought I was cheap with somebody. I know, right? <laughs> I, it'd be me and Kent. They did it might be me and somebody else. And he's like, oh, that was this guy every time. I was like, no, really, it was a girl on here. It was a girl. She left. And then... <laughs> Yeah, nah, man. We all, yeah. Oh, it was all love too, though. It was all love, though. Like, if, if you oh, yeah. noticed, like the, the 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 cream of the crop came over to get vocals. So, so yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I I haven't look. I'm trying. You got. I'm cream of the crop, and I have. I'm just trying to get. You here? That. You're here. Every, look, everybody was trying to um get me on their show. I would be home, and they would request me on Blab. I was like, I'm in my pajamas, <laughs> looking a hot, god awful mess. Like you see, what you you requested me tonight. Look, no eyebrows, no drawing on. Nothing. <laughs> see, I didn't even no notice. Eyebrows, okay. I didn't even I notice. I off on here and pretended like I was cute. Okay, this is you gonna get. Nah, you you're always gonna be cute. So, Jenny, I didn't your know. hair is cute though. I'm 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 jealous. I'm gonna roll my hair. <laughs> she said, "I said your hair is cute. I'm gonna roll my hair so I can be." Cool oh like my gosh, Goldie, you Thank need to you have your own much. show, man. You need to have your own show, Goldie. You need. To- <laughs> I'll be your. I'll be your number one. Uh, I'm saying you fan. got me here with no eyebrows. Can't say I didn't even yeah, know. I mean, I like I, I think I see eyebrows. Like, I look big, no, and I look big faced. You talking about the ones you draw in? Oh, <laughs> you draw me in so they can look harsh. Oh, oh this is this is this is trip. Shows you how I must be. Uh, I mean, you look good. What are you talking about? You can't look too good because then you know. You you, you the encourager. You are definitely encourager. no. You look great. You're a beautiful woman. Okay, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I start to grow one on. Yes. <laughs> But, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I got I, deep voice, no eyebrows, hair to the side, no makeup. You just got me looking all kind of ways tonight. Come on, Kente. You got to warm you next time. Uh, I did warm you. I gave you five minutes. <laughs> if I drop my eyebrows in five minutes, I'm gonna tell you my husband say they unequally yoked. I look. I'm saying, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I thought it was just better to be on here just as oh, and authentic. Wow. I want to be from the earth. Oh, the earth. Wow. The earth. All right. How long does it? How long do you need to draw an eyebrow? I I don't know. When just just a couple minutes. When you said come on in, I was like, oh my god, I had to throw a scarf on there or something. Right. I'm a uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm a, I'm a draw on some eyebrows just to see to prove that it don't take that long. It may not take a long time. Yeah, I'm gonna draw some on. Yeah. But you're not a woman. No, I mean eyebrows are eyebrows. No, they're not. Kente, Kente, you ever seen them eyebrows? Kente, you're going to, you're thing? going into uncharted territory, brother. Oh, I ain't gonna back you up. What happened? What happened? You see the ones that the girls be just thick like this, right, right? But like it's an <laughs> art to make them look right to make them that look like you said, huh? <laughs> Lies, <laughs> hilarious. 
Like, all you got to do is... I, I can't do it. I, I can't keep up with nothing like that. Uh, my aunt tried to, when I was in high school or college, one of the two, um, she tried to pluck my eyebrows. And I was like, you know, that's too much to keep. I'm going to just keep the ones I got. I was, I was in an Uber like two weeks ago. And a woman was drawing down her eyebrows in the back of the Uber. We were on a pool ride, yeah. And she was just. Yeah, I will draw them eyebrows. Right <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's, a whole, it's a whole art to that right there. And, and she's going to ask me, is this, it, uh, do you mind? Start trying to outlaw drive, make, make I, up while I, you're I, driving. My son, my, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. We got to get to that point when it gets. <laughs> she, yeah, she asked I, me, is that okay? Eyelashes, but I don't need no eyebrows. Eyelashes, I'll take those. Listen, but eyelashes I can do without. But eyebrow people is like, is she a cancer patient? She got well, she goes through chemo. Ain't nothing right here. That's why I said you can have mine. Give me, cause this right here just looks like I'm just. <laughs> that just that's like, hilarious. People look at your face like you okay? Mm. Look, See, I didn't even notice. I'm wrong. They be looking at you, they head, they be like this. See, I never even noticed. <laughs> This is, this, this is hilarious. Like, you didn't even notice mine because of my glasses, so. But listen, listen, I wear glasses. I caught myself putting on contacts today because it was hot outside, and I was going, um, well, I thought it was hot outside, and so I was going to put my shades on. So that's why. But you know I wear glasses. But glasses don't cover up, but it, it might camouflage it, but this right here is not the business. So you, you take this is, this is the average size of people face. This is a normal people face. My daddy gave me a big old forehead. So <laughs> this, that's what that's what gave me all the rest of this right here. This is this is this is normal. This is not. This oh wow. <laughs> oh man. You know what? I ain't gonna let someone else take a seat. Danny Danny. Oh, shout out to Danny. Danny was balling the other day. Did y'all see that on Facebook? Danny's, uh, uh, she was playing basketball with a bunch of comedians, and I think she was giving them the business on the court. So, <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. No surprise. All right, folks. I'm gonna jump and let someone else take a space. And uh, mm -hmm. everyone, set your set your clocks and calendars to Wednesday evening, please. All three of us make it happen, and and especially for the the get vocal place, find out what they're doing and find out what you can do to help them out. They need your help. Yes, Wednesday's triple black. Uh, I love that. <laughs> triple black night, Wednesday. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, Dr. All right, yes. Uh, we won. I shot two and brick both. Uh, well, my fantasy of you, Danny, was that you scored. You had a triple double, so. So, no, why somebody wrote in the chat room, big, big full heads matter. <laughs> 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 Listen, you know, I, I forget how to go over to the chat room. So I'm looking like I see somebody said, What did I walk into? So I said, Big four heads matter. <laughs> hey, they do. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm okay with it. <sighs> Man, we got his eyebrows. Uh uh. You gotta do it right, though. You gotta, you gotta. Let's do this. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh man! I've learned a lot tonight. <laughs> tonight was a good one. Um, man. So, so what you got up for uh, your your next show, man? Uh, this week we're talking about um, uh, what's the topic? Uh, um, we talked about destructive patterns. This week we're talking about um, 
finding your purpose before finding your um, mate. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so finding your purpose. And hopefully Albany will get on. So we've been talking after she um, was Who? on the show. Albany, the person that was on that I interviewed, oh, uh, okay. that we had to show, that she joined me on, mm-hmm. and uh, she has her own podcast. So we were talking about actually um, partnering up to to do it, and um, us joining forces on Thursdays. Okay, to, to do it. So we're gonna talk. So we're gonna see how that goes. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm all for it, man. Your your show, your content is always great, man. Yeah, he, he's really good, man. So uh, I see Eric in the chat room. I don't know Eric. Is in? Is everybody know Eric in the chat Eric. room? Yeah. Mm-mm. Eric, where you at? Yeah, I see Eric. Say hi, Eric. Uh, so yeah, I think he's new too. He's new? So Welcome. yeah, I, you know what I try to do Welcome. though is when I get when we see when I see somebody new, I try to make them feel real comfortable. You know. So what's up? Oh, he's old an old lab Okay, all right. All right. All right. That's what's up. So, so. Let me jump out. Let y'all let Hey, thank you so much for jumping in, though. We got to do this more often, though. Yeah. We, I, told you I, for, I told you I forgot about this app. And Shannon, you got to hit me up so I can um, get your book information so I can, you know, start all over again. Yes, ma'am. We'll make things happen. Yes. Now, I'll yeah. remember to come in, come in on Wednesday, starting with. Dre, then no, it's uh, no, no, it's uh, Jada, it's Jada, Jada. then Dr. Vibe, and then uh, we're gonna um, close it out, yeah, okay, all right, yes, and you a message, you on Facebook, aren't you? Of course, I am, okay, I'll send you a message, Cody the Mac. So, so guys, um, Mm -hmm. naked, tormented, haunted, intimacy. Cash app Shannon right now and purchase a couple of her books through her directly. All right. Naked, tormented, haunted, intimacy. She's got books out. Books. Not like a book. Books. And tortured one. Oh, I don't see tortured. You know what? We'll do this. I know we did this once before. Um I'm not doing it again. No, no. No, no, I don't want to do it like that. Um, um, what's the last book? Um, I because that's a part of a trilogy. I wouldn't do. Oh, that so it has book. to be. Uh, it has to be all three. All right, we'll do all three. Yeah, because. All right. Do the first one. Do next. Okay. All right. Next. I will. I will cash up you to buy that book, and we're gonna do something where one of the. Uh, the um excuse me one one of the uh people for wednesday show will receive that book um actually you know what what is this the month is uh international women's month uh, international you know what we're gonna do on um for the month of april Mm. we'll i'll i'll give away um a member's uh, book each on like each Mars Venus or something like that. But we'll, we'll start with uh, on Wednesday that we'll, we'll do Shannon's book on Wednesday. So I will purchase. So everybody who has a book, uh, let me know. So we'll do Dre, anybody else who has a book and cause I want to make sure dead. Okay. So just everybody right. who's following me on, on, uh, yeah. 
because you know we really do need to uh, support each other in that way. Let me. Uh, hey, what's going on with my? Oh, Melvin got books too. He has one coming out on Mother's Day. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna give a disclaimer now. I would tell everyone to get naked. The other ones will all be reprinted through my current publisher, so there will probably be if you can wait for the additions to those books, I would wait. Yeah. Um, it'll be worth the wait. So we're doing this thing where you can cash out her the money and she'll ship it to you. It's available on Amazon. I'm like acting um, like I'm your agent. But within reason. I'm not shipping outside the United States or at this from my yeah, Tor- t- Toronto's like an extension of the United States. They don't know that yet, but it's like yes, for the person who won, and it was like thirty-seven dollars shipping. Yeah, don't worry, I'll I'll do shipping and whatever the book costs. So like, uh, yeah, I love y'all, but uh, whoever (laughs) whoever wins, I'll I'll pay for it. (laughs) I'm like, do they do they charge extra for shipping? Yeah, yeah, they do actually. And you don't get to choose longest possible way to get there. They pick what they're going to give you when you say yes or no. Now, you can ship from here to China for free. Well, it takes like three months, but never mind. Forget it. It's all good. I'm going to my to have my own library of my own work. So, but in a way, my last set to the person who won. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. all, all right, I so- have now are know my original edited copy. All right. So I, I just want to, um, we're going to um, close this out and then we'll just leave the room open. But uh, uh, real quick, Andre, uh, how can we get you in social media and tell us one more time about your show? Uh, social media, um, Instagram at Andre underscore D underscore Harrison and uh, Twitter at Andre D Harrison, uh, Facebook at the dot Andre dot D dot Harrison um, you can uh, listen to my podcast on Spotify by searching Togetherness with a T-W-O, Togetherness Podcast. I have a YouTube channel, Harrison Family Vlogs. YouTube it. Uh, you can search it and uh, click the subscribe button, click the bell notification, all that good stuff. And uh, this Thursday, 8 p.m., we're going to be talking about finding your purpose before finding a spouse. Yeah. 8 p.m. on Get Woke. All right. And Shannon, how can we get you on social media and all that good stuff? Um, I'm the same name across all platforms. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon Ford, like the president hyphen Jefferson. Like, there's only one of me, so you'll find me without problems and without any concerns. And that's it. Um, all right. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter. As well as Instagram, Kente Ferguson, that's F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N. Um, and, uh, of course, our website, IndyRadio.org, I-N-D-Y-Radio.org. Big shout out to Jen. Um, I got to say this. Jen, who's my co-host on uh, The Spotlight, on The Walking Dead show, she was, you know, she helped out a lot for the uh, 24-hour show. She's a wonderful person based out of uh, Hawaii. Uh, my my website in I don't you guys don't know this but my website indyradio.org was actually was uh, was attacked by um by um um what do you call those people hackers or whatever and that the website was jacked up I mean I had 
uh, viruses and all kind of stuff. Right. And thanks to Jen. And I want to say this publicly. Thanks to Jen, Jen, who does computer work and um, uh, web design and stuff. She actually uh, um, fixed my website and got us onto a better server and did all of this stuff. And I, I want to thank her personally for that. So the reason why that website is back up and running and running at maximum capacity and and all of that is because of Jen. So thank you so much, Jen, for doing that. Uh, that was a uh, very awesome of her to do that. And, uh, big shout out to her and if you guys need any web help or something like that uh you know uh, check her out um because she's definitely the real deal so uh yeah. so uh the website indyradio.org indyradio.org uh which is back up and running um you can go there and check it out we'll be back uh, on our regular uh schedule uh we'll be back on youtube uh we're doing a show on dating so that's going to be really a lot of fun so yeah, we're going we're going we're going to talk. We're going to go deep into that cuz uh you know, it's crazy now out there in them dating streets. So, that's why I wanted a, another week to be prepared for that one. So, uh Yeah, so uh with all that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless and have a good one. Earning your degree online doesn't have to be without the college experience. To find your purpose, it takes support from those around you. GCU's leadership offers over three decades of experience in delivering real-world degree programs online. GCU's online class size averages fewer than 17 students with full-time faculty. Integrate your education with your faith and Christian worldview. Welcome to the family. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University Online. You've been called to the CEO's office. You've been busting your hump all year. You think to yourself... I deserve this. Your boss slides a piece of paper across the table. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Because you know there's never been a better time to test drive the 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLA at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. That's right, the sleek SUV you've had your eye on at a truly surprising price. Visit mbusa.com GLA to learn more. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. 